0: Welcome to the Online Friend Simulator, because everyone can use a friend, even online. I am Francis, a.k.a. The Other Guy. Welcome. Hope you're doing well, this fine morning, day, afternoon, or evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this show. I am back after a, another hiatus. I, I really need to find a better schedule for the show. I do all of my co-hosting shows, like, on schedule, on time. You know, I'm there. Uh, but this one, this one's a little tougher for me. And I think it's because I, um, I have a tendency to bear all. Bear all? Bear more, <laughs> I guess. Uh, it's a solo show. For those new, this is a place where hopefully you can find a friendly voice in an ever-divided world. The purpose of this show is to let you know that you're not alone. Because as I continue even now to see on all of social media, people are constantly talking about how they feel alone. And that is tough. Because, I I mean, I know that feeling. I have been there. I have done that. I still am there. I still do that. I do the vast majority of things alone. In the next episode, I'll be talking about my trip to Japan and how I did that more or less alone. Um, but today, uh, in regards to what's going on with me, I thought, well, you know what? Let's just uh, let's talk uh, a little bit about um, a show that I did uh, recently with the Points of Interest Podcast Network uh, that I thought maybe you guys would be interested in. I don't know, maybe not, but uh, we'll talk about that here on What's Going On. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm doing okay. Um it's. I don't. I they they attribute this this uh, quote to Robin Williams, in which um, something to the effect of, "Feeling alone isn't the worst feeling in the world." I believe. I believe it's feeling alone when you're around other people that's the worst feeling. Something to that effect. Um, and it's weird when you feel that way sometimes, and it. It's a very strange emotion. Now, I'm not saying that's what I felt when I was at the Great Philadelphia Comic-Con, which had happened last month. My God, it's already been a month (laughs) since I've done that show, since I traveled to Philadelphia. But uh, I went there as a moderator for the, the Points of Interest Podcast Network, and Again, just some of the highlights from the show that I thought were really entertaining. Um, I got to talk to and moderate the panels for uh, Jack Gleason from Game of Thrones. He was Joffrey Baratheon. Um, I had the the uh, th- two of the main cast and one dude that died in iZombie. Zombie. So I had Rose McIver and Malcolm Goodwin and Daniel uh, Bonjour. On, on with me to talk uh, with, and a couple of other folk that honestly their names escaped because they are comic book folk, and I, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know too much <laughs> about them. I'm not gonna lie. Um, one was a creator of Black Lightning, and the other one was uh, the creator of GI Joe. So, uh. Take with that as you will, but this is one of the few times in the year where I'm not alone. I get to visit my friends from around the world. So we gather to one place to more or less work. (laughs) It's a three day, pretty much work fest um, because we are helping with setup. We are helping with doing all of the behind the scenes stuff at a convention. Now, if you've been to a convention, as a guest or even as press, you'll know that a lot of the stuff seems to just happen, like things just happen. And it has been quite a privilege for me to, for the third year in a row, be part of the people who help set it up and help put it together and help uh, make the convention run. And... Part of that is being able to be in the background and doing again a lot of the setup, a lot of the sound stuff, a lot of just regulations with regulations. Sorry, I'm thinking of the regulators song, um, a regulate song. But in, I mean, we 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 had an opportunity to to um, participate in in the running of a convention, and it's it's a lot of work. Uh, you don't really have much time to rest, and I know I was wasn't running around as much as I did in the last few years because I, I didn't have as many panels to, to moderate. But I was still running around helping people where I could and trying to help uh, people um, set up for their own panels and things like that. So a lot of work goes into it. But um, I just have to say that this is, again, the one time uh, – one of the few times – I shouldn't say the one time. One of the few times out of the year where I get to, to see the people I don't get to see very often – Uh, Some of them are my co-hosts from other shows. Some of them are people who are part of the network who I get to see maybe once, maybe twice a year. And then there's the staff, whom are always so kind to me and whom I just adore and I think the world of. And I got to spend an entire weekend with them. Now... I bring this up because uh, twofold. I want again. I want to talk about this this convention a little bit and uh, discuss kind of like the merits of it and why I think people should go. And, uh, um, that are maybe not local. Again, I'm from California, so I have to fly out to this place to do to do the show. But one of the things I wanted to mention is that I don't know if anyone else is in this situation, but I spend a lot of time, as I had mentioned, by myself. I do a lot of things alone. I watch movies alone. I eat at restaurants alone. I travel alone. Um, It's just how it is. It's what I do. But there is a sense of relief when you get to be around people that you actually like and care about and have a good time with in person, because most of the time I am interacting with these folk on social media or on Skype. And yeah, that kind of scratches an itch that you may have um, when you're not used to having people around you, when you're not used to having – when your friends are distant. But seeing them in person is such a – it just it just fills a void and, and kind of uh, eases um, – the loneliness and kind of takes the edge off for a little while, which is really nice and so for anyone out there who may be uh, feeling hesitant or um, maybe they are uh, maybe you're feeling a little bit apprehensive um, if you know the person on the other side and hopefully you're not getting catfished or anything but if you know the person on the other on the other side i I highly recommend. But um, just doing, you know, maybe finding a, a, a common ground where everyone can meet like a convention, which is how I, again, hang out with these people is we find common ground. The first one was WonderCon, then this, then San Diego. So there are a few conventions where I, there is this common ground where I get to be around these folk and get that again, that get that edge off of, of not feeling alone and being around people. And, and mind you, I'm with them most of the time which is so nice and i get to shake their hands and hug them and and you know it it's it's such a nice wonderful feeling and we forget after a while that feeling of being touched especially a thing that we all need to some degree right like we all need that kind of human physical interaction and when i see people online still not getting it 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 blows my mind it boggles my mind that that we are currently in continuing to fall down this rabbit hole of of loneliness and isolation and i wish i could find a way to like if i wish there was a key or some type of um some type of pa- panacea that we can apply to this, This what I think is an epidemic. So I recommend <laughs> finding a situation like a public place where you guys can meet and, and hang out. And, and it's so cathartic and it helps so much. And I'm, again, very fortunate because I have... Having been around people these last few months, my depression has lightened quite a bit Um, in a a way that it doesn't it doesn't hit me as hard or it hasn't hit me at all. Really, these past couple of months especially has made it to where my depression has been kind of in the background, you know, just hiding away. I guess waiting to strike or something—I don't know—but I mean, it, it's been—it's been such a relief. So I—I I, I guess my emphasis of trying to say, like, "Hey guys," <laughs> and I know it's hard. Like, I—I I realize people don't have the money to do it. I realize people don't have the necessarily the means to do it. But again, if you find some common ground, I think that, or, or even like, look, I—I I, a friend of mine who I just recently connected with, reconnected with. Uh, is using this app called Marco Polo where you get to send like voice messages back and forth. I think that's a really cool way of communicating with another person and and kind of getting somewhat of that of that connection that you normally wouldn't get if you were just on the phone or if you were just um texting back and forth. you know words are great and all, but being able to see their face and hear their words and hear the intonations help a lot, I think or maybe I'm crazy. I mean I could be I could be crazy, you know. <laughs> but uh, I I thought wow, this is a great alternative because they're far away and uh, the likelihood of us meeting together is tough because they have, you know, children to take care of and things like that. So it's a little tougher, but this is a great kind of like meeting in the middle that that I think if you're someone who you know, maybe doesn't have the chance to do Skype or whatever, this is a great way because you just send face messages back and forth. And I'm fairly certain there are other apps that do this. I I have, I'm fairly certain that there are other programs on your phone that can do this, but this is the one I, the first one I've been introduced to. So, you know, I mean, you know, come on anyway. So, there's another kind of meet in the middle type of thing that you can do uh, until you guys can meet in person um, and again the fun, and again, the reason why I bring this up is is these people who are lonely online, who I see on social media who are lonely, they all have friends that are online. The vast majority of their friends are people they interact with on Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram and I think that's awesome, you know like that is our new way of communicating and socializing, right? Like that just is how it is. Right, Cal Lev Coast, I don't get to see that guy very often. But hey, we met, you know, uh, we communicate through Facebook Messenger. Um, another guy that uh, I don't get to see very often, um, we we communicate uh, that same way, and and try to meet up every once in a while. Um, this girl that uh, that introduced me to Marco Polo, boom, that's what we're using now. Like we are finding ways to bridge that gap to where it's not just text on a screen, and I think that's important that we continue to build those gaps or to fill in those gaps because, in all honesty, I mean, I hate, I hate the feeling of loneliness. I hate it. But it has been an easier burden to bear when I'm able to, again, meet up with these people and, 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 and ease that weight off of my shoulders. But anyway, the Great Philadelphia Comic-Con. Why should you go? Well, first off, the guests that this place gets is utterly amazing. I mean again i i mentioned uh my folk um i had uh for instance um i zombie which was which is uh, their new season is on right now right their last season is on right now and to you get a little more it's not as um how do I put this? It's not a, it's a, it's a small to medium sized console. It's not as crowded. So you get a chance to kind of meet these people, these celebrities with whom we admire. And I think that's a really cool thing that you get to do. I was watching, um, Nick Frost who was a guest there, just have a constant line of people who are taking pictures with them and talking to them and getting his autograph and stuff. And, and it's super chill, right? Like, you know, they, if there's no line, they kind of hang out with you. Uh, same with Jack Leeson, whom is just the most lovely person. Uh, I, I mean I realize he's an actor, and I realize that maybe more people remember him from like um Reign of Fire. Well, he he played like a really tiny role in Reign of Fire. And a really tiny role in in, in the dark in um Batman Begins, but you know most people know him as the hateable character, Joffrey, right? And and he's such a cool dude and loves puppetry apparently, which even makes him cooler. So like it's it's weird to be able to interact with people like that in a way that that um again is a little more intimate because uh it's a smaller show. And so we as moderators get to to ask all sorts of different questions that I think maybe I I don't know, maybe not fly otherwise or you know, we, we we just get to do stuff that's a little more um not risque or anything, but just you know, we, we get to ask whatever we want. And, and and the audience gets to ask questions. That's another thing that, that, um, yes, uh, other conventions do, but they wait for like the last 10 minutes. Like half the panel is, is guests coming up and asking questions. So you have plenty of time to ask your questions and, and talk to these celebrities. So that, that's a one re, that's another reason why this con is like a really must go type of convention. Um, same with the iZombie uh, cast. Like we went a little long because there's a line of people who just want to keep asking questions uh, from these folk. And, and I, because of that show and because of the show, I discovered my celebrity crush. Like I don't normally have a celebrity crush for a while. It was Jennifer Lawrence, you know, for a while it was, you know, Natalie Portman, but boy, Rose McIver, just being in her presence, she is the most, just the nicest human being ever and talking to her. And the, when I introduced myself, not knowing that her first name was Frances as well, was just like, oh, man. And to be able to take pictures with them and just like, it was so, yeah, I was smitten. I'm not going to lie. I was smitten with her during that time. And I let everyone else, my all of my friends there know, I'm like, dude, guys, fellas, ladies, gentlemen, whatever, I'm way smitten with this girl, <laughs> like, it's terrible, and I found my celebrity crush, now, nothing creepy or anything, like, I don't, you know, God, why did I have to say that, now you're gonna, th- now people are gonna think it's creepy, but, um no, I just really, really just appreciated, like, um being able to talk to her, and being able to talk to to, to the cast, and, and and, you know, and again, take pictures and stuff, that was, like, a really cool scenario that I don't think I would have the guts to have done if it was, if I went in as a guest, so that was a lot of fun, but... So the celebrities, you have Anson Mount there, you had like, um, the cat, the entire voice cast of Red Dead Redemption 2, who were, ch- who were just so happy to be treated like kings and queens for a weekend. Like, they loved it and that's what it is you know you get these you get these voice actors you get these actors you get you know some power rangers every once in a while you get these people here in a in an environment in which is friendly towards the guests and um it's also cosplay friendly we have a cosplay corner that is very much uh, all about um good cosplay or you know whatever like they are there to help you and they are there to mentor and they are there to appreciate and I love the cosplay something that is not often um, I wouldn't say encouraged but uh, recognized at other conventions is completely recognized here like and loved here uh, even though it's a smallish convention we still had uh, you know a, um, a co- I said a competition I guess they had a cosplay co- contest uh one evening i mean that's like you know that's a lot of work and that's really cool and and if you saw the line of cosplayers i mean there was a ton of them just there showing off their awesome work so if you're into that you got that the the artists and the writers and the and the comic book um publishers that are there right? There's an actual comic presence there that sometimes may feel like it's missing at other conventions. Uh, It is prominent here. And so you get to see them and interact with them. And and which, of course, you can do at other conventions. But here, it's like, again, there's an emphasis there. There's a whole, like, half the convention floor isn't just vendors. It is the artists, It is the comic book creators. So, I mean, I think that is an awesome, kind of experience that you may not necessarily get at something that's a bigger convention like WonderCon or like um San Diego especially cuz San Diego's of I, I, San Diego is more of a vendors pop culture con anyway but here we have a lot of that comic book roots uh and, the, and look and not that to say there aren't any vendors here either there are a ton of vendors that are here to kind of you know sell lightsabers and wands and you know, uh, sonic screwdrivers, like you, you name it, they're they're pretty much here, uh, and that's a really cool thing that that there is um kind of an equality for it. You know, like they're they're giving a uh equal space for the for the vendors to kind of uh, sell their wares. So I don't know. Look, I may look. I you can call me biased all you want because I'm I'm probably am. You know, I get to work the convention, which. No, honestly, I think would make me more bitter because I have to actually work. I'm not relaxing. I'm not just enjoying a convention. I'm actually working, you know. Um, but at the same time, I see the guests that come in. I see the people who come in and they seem to have a really good time because, again, it's a much more intimate convention. And I think that those are the ones that 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 we need now when we are being so inundated with kind of these pop culture cons uh, that are so big that you're not going to see everything here. You're going to be able to see everything. You're going be to be able to to talk to, you know, you're going to be able to talk to those celebrities that you want to talk to. You're going to be able to get the uh, the commission from those artists that you love. It's not going to feel like you're overwhelmed. You know, you'd just be whelmed. So, Next year, Great Philadelphia Comic-Con, uh, it looks like it's the first weekend of April uh, 2020. So if you are at all interested, um, I say take a look at uh, GreatPhiladelphiaComicCon.com. If you're at all interested in checking it out, I will be there next year most likely. Um, and, and y- you know, we all can have a good time with uh, with this convention. All right. All right. All right, so let's go ahead and briefly—well, maybe not briefly. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'm—I am flexible. Well, let's uh, let's talk about uh, what we're going to be talking about today. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Well, uh, I want to talk about um, this new feature that Facebook apparently will be impl- 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 implicating. No, no, uh, apl- applying. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm so tired, guys. Uh, Applying to their website. Uh, It is a a secret crush option. I don't know if you guys heard about this. So secret crush. um, It allows you to secretly crush on your friends on Facebook. And if they crush on you back... You get, I mean, you get to select them. Like, I crush you, I crush you, I crush you. And then you get you select up to, to nine. Actually, I'll look it up real quick so that I'm not talking out of my butt here. Um, but uh, and I don't. I, I want to know. Here's the thing. I haven't really found when it, it's coming out. So let's see when it's coming out. So it's a new feature. Um, that uh, it's a service called Secret Crush. This is on. Um, let's see. This is on Elite Daily. Uh, here's, so here's what you need to know. Okay. So it's a feature that was announced at the F8, um, summit, which is the Facebook thing. Uh, their, their little summit that they get to talk about, like all of the stuff they're going to do for the year. Uh, but yeah, you get to select up to nine people through your Facebook friends that you have a crush on. Uh, and if any of them list you as their crush, you'll get a notification state saying, Hey, you guys are crushing on each other. The reason I wanted to talk about this is because I think it's a terrible idea. (laughs) I I think this is a terrible, terrible, terrible feature. Sure, it's like a dating app. Like Tinder or whatever. Or eHarmony or, you know, OkCupid. Whatever. Plenty of fish. But this this is really bad, I think. Um... It doesn't have a date. I'm trying to see if there's a date in which it's being released. Uh, Oh, so it's the end of of this year. Um, So by the end of this year, you'll be able to do this. Now, here's why it's a bad idea. I think, personally, I think it's a bad idea. And you can please correct me if I'm wrong. You can email me at ofsshow at gmail.com if you think I am wrong about this. But we already get... uh, Being rejected by strangers is like a much easier pill to swallow when you're on dating websites, you know, because it's the luck of the draw, right? Um, These are people who don't know you. They, They have to read a profile. They have to look at your picture. Maybe they don't find you attractive. Maybe they do, but they don't like what they read, whatever. Like there's a bunch of different things, but you don't have to know. You don't have to know who didn't like you. Even in in, in Tinder, you're swiping so many times that that you're, you're eventually just going to forget who you swiped for, like who you swipe right with. And again, it's a hookup app anyway, so maybe it's not as um, heartbreaking if nobody swipes right back at you. So in this case, this is so much more devastating, I think, because let's say you're a bit, you've been, you know, most likely you've been friends with these people for a while. Maybe you have 5,000 friends. Or maybe you're like me. You only have like 100 and some friends on your Facebook profile. And you start crushing on people. Crush, 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 crush. You're crushing on everybody. Oh. And you're like, great. Now it's you. Crushes me back. And you get no response. Ever. And you start like questioning yourself like well you know they they gave me that wink the other day or they you're gonna start overthinking things and you're gonna be like well wait a minute i thought and maybe it's just me but i think a lot of people would look at it as more devastating of a rejection because you're obviously friends for a reason right uh, for whatever reason it happens to be maybe you're an acquaintance or a friend of a friend or you guys are you know are actually friends and you're friends on this thing whatever the reason may be the fact that the likelihood i mean look maybe someone will crush back at you awesome but i honestly think that most people because you you're, you have a limit of 9 anyway you have a limit of of 9 uh, crushes then you're likely not going to have anyone crush back on you. And that's rough. And it makes you question stuff and it makes you look over things differently. And I'm not saying I do this. I'm not saying you will necessarily do this, but there will be people out there who will take this badly, And it'll be more devastating and it may actually rupture some friendships or it may even just disrupt it a little bit, like cause some tremors in that relationship, that friendship, because you are, even though it's in secret, you're technically putting yourself out there, right? You're still putting yourself out there, hoping that one of your crushes will crush back on you. And look, According to this, um, people they have a way of preventing people from adding and removing crushes until they find a match. Apparently, you can only add and remove crushes once per day, like one crush per day, uh, which is fine, I guess. Um but again, you have been friends with this person for some time. You guys are friends on Facebook for a reason. And it has probably been some time before this, this f- function comes up. And all of a sudden you're like, well, I guess I'll throw in and maybe something will happen. Like this is another form of lottery, right? Like maybe I'll put the buck in and maybe I'll win the jackpot. But when you don't, well, with the lottery, it's different. You don't like, well, of course, you, you, you know, you, you're, that's a gamble. But here again, you're, These are your friends, and so, and it's limited to just your friends. You can't date, you can't crush outside of your friends list. So, can you just again? Can you just imagine put yourself in those shoes, as I have? Here I am, and I'm going to do this. By the way, just more more out of curiosity than anything else. See how it works. I don't have that many friends. The likelihood of me getting any type of response is zero to zero. No one has any type of interest in me, which I perfectly accept. But it'll be interesting. Like, you know, it's still like in my head. I already unless you go in it like I am knowing that no one's going to crush back on you, then maybe it's not so bad. Of course, what's the point if you're going to crush people knowing full well, they're not going to crush back on you. But go ahead and just do it anyway. I guess, if you're going to be like that. If you're going to think that way like me. But if you're expecting results, I don't know if this is necessarily a good thing. I think this will be not devastating, but this is going to hurt for some people. Like, this is going to hurt. Because, again, you like this person already. You're friends with them. You like them to some degree. And and you want to take it to another level by crushing on them. And nobody crushes you back. Ugh. I think the failure rate is going to be higher than the success rate. That's just me. I just believe this is true, that the, the the success rate is going to be very small. And I think it's just going to make people weird because they know they put it out there, even though they know that no one else knows they put it out there. Like, I know I put it out there. You know you put it out there you know that you crushed on this person and now you're meeting up with them for coffee the next day and they didn't crush you back. It's like, great. Well, this is going to be fun. Like, you know, because there is an element of hope, right? There's an element of hope when you put yourself out there like that. There's an element of hope that someone will crush back on you and you can develop a relationship and you can build something out of it. And hope can be devastating for some people. Now please don't make me, don't, don't don't take this wrong and make me make it seem like I think everyone's fragile and delicate. No no, 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 no I, I don't think that at all. I'm just saying that there that that, it, that dating's already tough as it is to to try to date our friends may be doubly devastating and doubly tough because again, it's people we know and people we genuinely care about to some degree, right? Like we have them as a friend for some reason. Anyway, I'm repeating myself. So there you go. Um, This is a thing that will be coming out soon. Uh, Will you try it? Are you going to try it? Despite my warnings? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Look, I'm, I'm more than happy to admit that I'm wrong and that this is like the perfect thing. That this is actually the right way to go about things and that we'll, you know, I love it but like what happens if you know you crush nine people and three of them crush back on you like what do you do then because you know they know you made the connection and you know they you made the connection like I think this is just a problem waiting to happen I think this is just an issue waiting to happen whether it's positive or negative like I think it's just going to be bad but again please tell me I'm wrong show at gmail.com I'm hiccuping now If you are at all interested to leave me a voicemail or text message with your thoughts on this new feature that will be out at the end of 2019. And and I would like to know how many people are going to like try it out. Like I said, I'm going to try it out. I'll do it. Mostly because I'm on the opposite end. I, I know for sure I won't get any kind of I won't get any crushes back. So it's it's kind of a safe bet for me. But um, for those of you out there who you never know, you never know. So there you go. All right. Uh, that's it for this week. I will have shock of all shocks, an episode next week that will probably be, like, fairly long because I have a lot to say about my trip to Japan, Um, doing most of it alone and having an evening with some friends, which is very nice. So. I'll talk about that in the next episode, whenever, I mean, hopefully next week, the I mean, goal is next week. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens, but thanks everyone for listening. Since sarcasm. is the website. OFSShow at gmail.com is the email address. 347-450-4335 is the phone number for texts and voicemail. And if you want to check out my social media at AKA the other guy on Twitter and Instagram, I have a ton of pictures up from Japan. Um, I've been much more active on Instagram. Um, and a little bit, a little active on Twitter. Weirdly enough, I am, I am retweeting and, and tweeting some stuff, so that's kind of cool. So you can check me out there uh, if you're at all interested. Uh, thanks everyone uh, for listening. I hope that um, I hope I haven't been too negative. I'm always negative on these shows, but I hope I wasn't too negative for you guys. I, 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 we all need hope. I, I, I think we all need a little bit of hope, especially for those of us who are lonely or those of us looking for friends. The hope is, I think, in those friendships. I think romance is just so much harder, but that's just me. But I like to say that there's hope in romance as well. Um, I just don't think this what Facebook is doing is necessarily the right way to do it. But again, I, I want to be wrong. So, yeah, there you go. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'll talk to you all next time. Bye, everybody. <laughs>